How do we help our leaders become better leaders? How do we set them up to succeed? How can we continue to develop them, teaching them the skills and abilities that they need, as well as help them grow as a follower of Jesus? This is part two of Student Ministry Connection's mini-series on teams. And on this episode, we're talking about equipping and discipling your team. Welcome to Student Ministry Connection, a podcast for those who serve in student ministry, want to connect, and desire to grow. My name is Steve Cullum, and I've served in student ministry since 1999. And as I said on the last episode, I started serving because I wanted to help the next generation know about Jesus. But I soon realized in order to do well in student ministry, I needed to spend more time with adults. In addition to partnering with parents, I also needed to develop a team of leaders. And as I interact with all kinds of youth pastors through my ministry with National Network of Youth Ministries, I keep hearing lots of questions around building, training, keeping, and growing a team. So I decided to do this three-part mini-series on the podcast to share some things that I've learned over the years, and I hope that they will help you as well. Last episode, we talked about forming your team and onboarding new leaders, and today it's all about developing that team. But before we continue, let's pause and thank the sponsor of this episode. G-Shades is a youth ministry curriculum and teaching strategy focused on helping students see every life situation through the lens of the gospel. G-Shades has options to fit everyone with three plans to choose from. This curriculum gives you the resources that you need to do what you do better. Do you need message outlines, a discussion guide, and a game? That's just $16 a month. Looking for higher production value, including bumper videos, Instagram devotionals, and parent guides? That's $25 a month. Do you want an affordable youth ministry video curriculum? That's $36 a month. You won't find a youth ministry video curriculum at that price anywhere else. Just head over to gshades.org. That's G-S-H-A-D-E-S dot O-R-G to download season five of G-Shades curriculum and use the promo code CONNECTION at checkout to receive an extra $20 off your order. G-Shades, seeing life through the lens of the gospel. Thank you, G-Shades, for sponsoring this episode of Student Ministry Connection. You can find a link to G-Shades in the podcast show notes. A few days ago, Orange Leaders posted something on social media that really stood out to me. It said, what if when you think of recruiting volunteers, you actually began to think about it as inviting? After all, when it comes to our ministry, we aren't just looking for warm bodies to fill roles so that we can get a to-do list done. We are actually inviting people to influence the faith of the next generation. We are inviting people to develop and disciple kids and teenagers. Guys, this is why we're spending three episodes on volunteers, because this is what we get to do. We are invited by God to join him in this amazing ministry, and then he allows us to invite others to join as well. And in doing that, we need to spend some time developing those leaders so that they can lead well. So on this episode, we're going to talk about five different areas in which we can develop those leaders. Let's start off talking about the initial training, that training that happens during the onboarding process. If you didn't catch the last episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 113 all about onboarding those leaders. But during that process, you need to go over a handbook and the basic responsibilities of being a leader on that team. And that includes specific roles. So maybe you have a small group leader that's joining your team. You need to talk about what it means to be a small group leader. 
Or maybe you're onboarding a check-in leader and they need to learn how to use the check-in system. There's also other things that leaders need to know, like child protection laws and communication expectations and your evacuation protocol. All those things should be in your handbook, and we need to be going through those things as we're onboarding new leaders. That way, they can start with a lot of equipping from the very beginning. There are also some great resources to put in the hands of brand new leaders. I really enjoy Download Youth Ministries, Youth Ministry University. They have a lot of different online courses, including 101, 201, 301, and 401. I really encourage youth pastors to sign up for Youth Ministry University and get 101 in the hands of your brand new leaders. Maybe even require it to be completed before they even come on the team. That way, all of your leaders are starting at the same point. I also really enjoy pairing up new leaders with veteran leaders on your team. That way, they can continue learning on the job, and also those veteran leaders can have a role in equipping those new leaders. After your leaders go through that onboarding process and the initial round of training is complete, and they're fully a part of the team, it's important for us to regularly connect with them. This is how I did it in my last ministry. We had one or two big trainings a year. These were several hours or multi-day trainings. One of the trainings we used was the National Day of Volunteer Youth Ministry training put on by Download Youth Ministry. It's a great several-hour event that you can just host at your church or attend at another church. Some of these big trainings can be just your team, and some can include the kids' ministry team as well if you want to focus on something that's much more broad than just your student ministry. In addition to the one or two big training events a year, I also encourage leaders to have regular gatherings with your team. I did this on a monthly basis where I gathered them together for things that I couldn't accomplish in an email. I like to treat it a lot like a small group. In addition to connecting and growing as a team, we focused on three main areas. We shared God stories, which I define as wins within your ministry or your personal life. We also focused on some aspect of training during those monthly meetings. And then finally, we focused a lot on prayer. Prayer for each other and prayer for the students and prayer for the students that are not yet a part of our ministry. And then on top of that, we had weekly huddles. These were brief 15 to 20 minute meetings right before the weekly program. During the huddle, the main focus was to make sure that we were all on the same page for that night's ministry, and then we also made sure to pray together during that time as well. On top of all of those big trainings, monthly gatherings, and weekly huddles, regular communication is incredibly important. Remember how I said I didn't want those monthly gatherings to be focused on things that can be accomplished in emails? We need to be providing regular communication to our leaders, which includes what's coming up, what they need to know, but also tips and encouragements and summarized blogs and podcasts and books and things that we're learning that we want to pass on to them. All of those different things can happen through regular communication with our team. And finally, another way to regularly connect with your team is spend personal time with them. Take them out for coffee. Have them over to your house. Talk to them after the program each week. And here are some things that I would recommend you talk about when you meet with them one-on-one. -on -one. Start by encouraging them and what you see that they are doing well. Also, ask them for some God stories. What are some ways that they're seeing God moving in their ministry and their personal life? Also, ask them what they need from you and say, hey, how can I help you succeed in your ministry? Also, offer some suggestions on how they can improve in a specific area. Don't overwhelm them, but do offer some suggestions on how they can improve. And finally, be sure to pray with your leaders. Pray with them about their personal life. Pray with them about their ministry as well, but make sure you pray with them. The next area of leadership development that I'd love to talk about is discipleship. I think it's an area that a lot of times we overlook. We want to equip our leaders with all these different skills, but 
How are we making sure that they're growing in their relationship with Jesus and then also setting them up to be able to do that with the teenagers that they're leading? If you have the capacity, I would recommend meeting with a smaller group of your leaders on a regular basis and train them to do the same thing. You can either walk through the Bible together or sections of the Bible together or go through a discipleship-focused book together. And if you can't manage this yourself, you just don't have that capacity, encourage them to seek out someone else to disciple them. Make sure your leaders are being regularly discipled by someone and that they're learning how to disciple others. I think another way to encourage that is to regularly ask certain questions that help them focus on the things that disciples should be focused on. I think one of the questions can be focused on their heart for God. Again, this is another great place to ask about where God has been moving in their lives and in their ministry. Also help them focus on their spiritual habits. One way to do this is to ask your leaders about what they've been learning in their own Bible study. And the third area that I would recommend you focus on is evangelism. So ask your leaders who they're trying to share Jesus with and how that's going. We need to make sure that our team of leaders are being discipled, but also are discipling students and hopefully even coming alongside their parents. While parents really are the spiritual leaders of their families, so many parents are not being discipled and they don't know how to disciple their own kids. So we need to be able to step in with discipled leaders and help those parents disciple their children. And there's no way that our team of leaders are going to be able to do that if they're not being discipled themselves. So once you've onboarded your team and they've gone through the initial round of training and they're being discipled and you're meeting with them for these regular trainings, what do you talk about? What do you actually teach them during these times? Well, there are some areas that are specific to their area of ministry. For instance, if you have a small group leader, you need to help them learn how to be a good small group leader. So that means how to use your curriculum, how to ask really good questions, and how to lead outside of the small group time. One of the books I want to recommend is called Lead Small, but there's also a free leader guide that's offered by Orange as well, and you can use that leader guide to structure your training. If you have a speaking team, make sure you're helping them improve speaking to teenagers. If they're leading games, they can learn how to better lead those games. Or if they're hosting, they can learn better stage presence and things like that. If you have leaders who are serving on some sort of admin team, especially around new students, they need to learn how to follow up with those new students and function in that way. Or maybe that's a role that your small group leaders are functioning in, and they need to learn how to follow up with new students as well. Speaking of small group leaders, they really need to know how to use your church's management system or your database to connect with the parents of the students in their group. And then maybe you also have a team to help you plan and run a specific event like camp or a mission trip or a back-to-school outreach. There's all different types of training that can happen around those events as well. And then there are a bunch of general topics that anyone in student ministry probably needs to learn. As I was brainstorming for this podcast episode, I put together a list of 15 topics that you could cover. But know that this is not an extensive list. There are so many things that we can be covering in our general training with our team. But here are 15 ideas to help you get started. Number one, adolescent development, covering the physical, emotional, and cognitive changes that teenagers are going through. Number two, adolescent culture. Things are always changing and there's always more learning to be done. Number three, tips for remembering names. It is so important for us to know students' names, so how can we get better at that? Number four, how to partner with parents. We talk about partnering with parents a lot, but what does it actually look like and how can we do it, especially as a volunteer? Number five, connecting with the school system and attending or helping out with student events. How do you find out what events are out there and how do you get connected with the school system? Volunteers need to know that. Number six, how to pray for students. 
Man, we talk about prayer like it's something that everybody understands, but have we ever taught our leaders how to pray for students? Number seven, handling conflict in a group. There is bound to be conflict in any group, but especially when there's teenagers present. So how do you handle that conflict? Number eight, how to listen well and ask good questions. No matter if you're leading a small group or talking to a student in the hallway, we need to know how to listen well and ask really good questions of those teenagers. Number nine, time management as a volunteer. Their attention is focused on so many different things, their work, their family, their home life, and this ministry. So if you want them to last in this ministry, help them learn some time management skills. Number 10, healthy boundaries. We are not friends of the teenagers. We are leaders and mentors. So how do you set up those healthy boundaries? Number 11, how to be present on a regular basis, but also in a crisis. Number 12, basic first aid and maybe even CPR. Because you're around teenagers, they're probably going to be hurting themselves at some point, especially during some of the games that we play at youth group. Number 13 is mental health. We need to be training our leaders on mental health first aid and suicide prevention. It's such a thing in teenage culture nowadays, and we've got to be ready for it. Number 14 is child protection laws and reporting. If your leaders don't know what all those rules are and all the laws are and how to actually report, that's something you definitely need to cover. And number 15 is active shooter and lockdown procedures. Do you have those in place and do your leaders know what to do in the case of an emergency? So those are just 15 different general topics that you can cover with your leaders in your regular ongoing training. And in addition to all of that, I want to talk about some events that I know about that I highly recommend. One is the Download Youth Ministry National Day of Volunteer Youth Ministry Training. It happens every September for the last five or six years. I highly recommend it. It's something that your church can host yourself or you can go and attend at another local church. So make sure you check that out, but also check out the Orange Tour. The Orange Tour is a great place to bring your team. A lot of people can't make it to the Orange Conference every year, but you can go to an Orange Tour location nearby. Or maybe you want to host your own retreat. I talked earlier about how I love doing one or two big trainings a year, and one of those could be getting away for a day or two with just your team and going over some general topics, but also maybe specific ones. Maybe you just do a small group leader retreat, and you can focus solely on small group leader training during that time. On top of these events, there's also some training resources that I want to make sure that you know about. Download Youth Ministries, Youth Ministry University is something I've already talked about. In addition to that 101, 201, 301, and 401, they have several other online video-based trainings that you can send to your team. YM360 also has something called My Youth Men. It's a newer resource that's only been out for about a year or so as of this recording, but it's another great thing to put in your leader's hands. On top of that, there's also Leader Treks, a great resource for your student leadership team, but also your adult leadership team as well. And then two other resources that really help with adolescent development, but also adolescent culture are AXIS and the Center for Parent and Youth Understanding. I'll make sure to include all of these links in our show notes. And then finally, when it comes to leadership development and making sure that our teams are equipped and discipled, we need to set the example. We need to make sure that we are getting regularly trained ourselves. We need to be reading, listening to podcasts, attending conferences, and a number of other things to make sure that we are regularly getting trained ourselves. We also need to connect with other youth pastors on a regular basis in both local and broader networks, learning from each other, growing from each other's experiences, and encouraging one another as well. 
And then we can also set the example by having a mentor and or a ministry coach that can help us grow and further our discipleship and our leadership growth as well. If you don't have a mentor, if you don't have a network, if you don't have anybody else that you're connected with, please be sure to reach out. I want to help you get connected. That's what this podcast is really all about, helping people get connected and growing as a ministry leader. So be sure to reach out and also be sure to share this with someone else that you think would enjoy it. Like I said, this is part two of our mini series on student ministry teams. We'll be back with part three in the next episode as we wrap it up, talking about different ways our volunteers can lead, empowering them, and then multiplying the ministry through them. And again, if you know someone who would enjoy this kind of content, be sure to share it with them. And if you would like to support my ministry through National Network of Youth Ministries, check out the link in the show notes. I just want to extend a huge thanks to all those who have joined our prayer partnership team and our financial partnership team. And finally, before we go, I want to thank G-Shades for sponsoring this episode. Check out their website at gshades.org and use the promo code CONNECTION to save $20 off your order. And while you're there, be sure to check out their blog and the brand new book from G-Shades founder Mike Haynes. We'll be back in a couple weeks with part three of this mini series focused on student ministry teams. But until then, be sure to stay connected and may God bless your ministry.